world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia. I am live every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern to discuss the news and events of the world as they occur. And we try to figure out, to the best of our abilities, the truth, which you have two sides to every story, both of which are usually riddled with a little bit of facts to lure you in and a lot of bullshit to disorient you and push you down the wrong path. So we try to look at everything, find the truth somewhere in the middle, and move on from there with our lives. So welcome, everybody. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. It's a beautiful day to be alive. The clouds have finally parted over here in the Pacific Northwest for the time being. I'm sure it'll get right back to the downpour any second, though. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're being safe, if you're, especially if you're over there in the cold in the U.S. or elsewhere in the world or in the extremely wet California region. There's a lot of dangerous weather out there these days, so that's why we say prepare, and, prepare, and prepare, move on. and I uh, hope you all are doing well. Um, it's January 10th, 2023 getting well into the new year already when a lot is going down i feel like the tides are turning finally a little bit maybe a little bit i'm feeling optimistic feeling hopeful i'm feeling hopeful 
little bit of hopium running through my blood these days. So I'm really uh, looking forward to see what will happen here in the future. And I'll give some shout outs here. Good morning, Poison and Yasha and Mr. Plum. Good to see you. Jenica is celebrating a 17 month substreak. Oh my gosh, 17 months. Woo! What? That's amazing, Jenica. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Jules. Good morning, Z Man. Grandma Revolt. Good to see you, Grits, Allie. You guys rock. Thank you for joining me this morning and all the uh, Pilled family over there and everybody elsewhere. Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, well, let's get into it. We're going to start with finance here. It's very important. Um, let's talk about it. Well, the World Bank has cut the global growth forecast to 1.7%, according to the Insider paper. That is not good. Uh, the Fed's pal spoke. He said, the U.S. Bank will not be climate policymaker. Hmm. Who will be climate policymaker then? Is this like, is somebody else controlling the banks? Because they all seem to be, all these major companies and banks, Fortune 500 companies, they're all seemingly pressured to follow this woke climate agenda. So who's pulling the strings, pal? Hmm. Experts warn Americans how to prepare for the looming economic crisis in 2023. Breitbart.com. Let's take a look at this article. What do they recommend we do? Because a lot of us are really struggling and, or we foresee some trouble in the future. Let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Bill Bonner went to law school with Fed Chair Powell. He has co-authored New York Times bestseller. Blah, 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 blah. What do they want us to do? 2023 could be a year unlike anything we've seen in a long time in America. We strongly encourage you to take a few minutes. Oh, they're just trying to sell us uh, Bill Bonner's fourth and final warning. Uh, you won't find this information anywhere else. Four important steps he thinks every American should know right now. Please just give me the four steps. Don't do this. Oh, God. It's a damn ad. That's how they get you. Come on, Breitbart. You're better than that. How dare you? Well, I guess we could use our best judgment here, huh? What are you guys doing to prepare for this? Are you saving more money? Have you saved a nest egg in preparation over the wonderful Trump years? Hopefully so. Um, are you working multiple jobs to get by? That's an option. Work your butt off and, and save your money. Get your little nest egg, your emergency funds. Get some cash on hand. Get some commodities on hand, some gold and silver. Invest once you have that savings in place. Have an emergency kit. All these things. Invest in property if you can. Stay on top of things. Wow. The financial outlook for 2023 is going to be interesting especially politically, um, it could lead to disaster with what's going to go down. We'll see. We'll see what happens. They could just push it along, but it's going to be interesting. Good morning, Naturally Nikki. Coffee in hand. I'm glad. Good. Good stuff. Gold and silver, over 4,000 ounce. Hmm. Let's take a look at the actual markets. I was reading a comment there. Um, okay, the markets are just kind of steady from yesterday after that nice little rise. Uh, let's take a look here. Gold is at 1,879. Silver is at 2,376. 
10-year bond, 3.6, up 2.9%. Bitcoin is at $17,313, interestingly enough. Stocks nudge higher as investors assess Fed speak. <laughs> uh, Powell made a case for the U.S. Central Bank's independence in a speech Tuesday at the Symposium on Central Bank Independence in Stockholm, Sweden. He argued that stable inflation is the bedrock of a healthy economy and, requ and can require the Fed taking actions that are necessary, even if often unpopular. Quote, the case for monetary policy independence lies in the benefits of insulating monetary policy decisions for short-term political considerations. Wow, interesting. Investors, okay, that's just... Um, alright, interesting. We'll see what the heck goes on with this. It's highly politicized and highly volatile. We'll keep our eye on it. Um, we had bad news break last night, and uh, we'll go ahead and cover that. Um, uh, our friend Diamond of Diamond and Silk died unexpectedly. She was 51 years old. And our hearts go out to her. Western Journal put together a little article for her. One of former President Donald Trump's most vocal supporters has passed away. Lynette Hardaway's death was announced in a social media post late Monday. Hardaway is better known as Diamond of Diamond and Silk, two North Carolina sisters who began creating videos in support of Trump in 2015. Monday's post on the Diamond and Silk Twitter account described Hardaway as a true angel and warrior patriot for freedom, love, and humanity. Diamond and Silk tweeted, The world just lost a true angel and warrior patriot for freedom, love, and humanity. Please respect the privacy of Diamond's family. Memorial ceremony to be announced. My goodness. And they linked, linked to Give, Send, Go. So if you go to Diamond and Silk's uh, Twitter, you could find that. Diamond blazed a trail founded on her passion and love for the entire race of humanity, the Give, Send, Go fundraiser page stated. The memory of her passing should forever remain in our hearts. In this time of grief, please respect the privacy of Diamond's family, but remember to celebrate. Remember and celebrate the gift that she gave us all. Hardaway's sister, Hernitha Rochelle Hardaway Richardson, the silk half of the partnership, will receive the pro proceeds of the fundraiser. Hardaway was 51 years old. A cause of death has not been released. Trump released a statement on his true social account mourning Hardaway's unexpected death and described the sisters as one of the great teams of all time. Rest in peace, our magnificent diamond. You will be greatly missed, he wrote. Um, here's his full statement. Really bad news for Republicans and frankly all Americans. Our beautiful diamond of diamond and silk has just passed away at her home in the state she loved so much, North Carolina. Silk was with her all the way and at her passing. There was no better team anywhere or at any time. Diamond's death was totally unexpected. Probably her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnificent Diamond. You will be greatly missed. Diamond and Silk were early Trump supporters in the billionaire's historic 2016 presidential campaign. The sisters appeared on stage in many Trump rallies. Many veterans of the conservative movement recount their warm feelings for Diamond and express their condolences on Twitter. 
Details for Hardaway's funeral are yet to be announced. Oh, so incredibly sad and unexpected. Uh, if you guys are just learning this, I'm sorry. So devastating, huh? Uh, this is going to be a rough year, you guys. Really is. For everybody, you know. So sad. So rest in peace. God bless her soul. Yeah, Renard, thank you. So sad. So, now, that is so depressing, but we're going to keep on fighting, you know. We got to. We have to. There's no other options. I don't believe she was vaccinated, Nikki, but I don't know for sure. But that is the rumor I heard is no. So, But I don't know, you know. No idea. So, I hope not, but uh, it really makes you think. It's very unfortunate, and I'm not going to speculate. And, of course, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking that, by the way. People are like, how dare you ask if they're vaccinated after telling people, you can't come into my restaurant if you're not vaccinated. Are you vaccinated or you're not? Well, fuck off. You can't do business here. Yeah. No, it's fine to ask if they're vaccinated, okay? It's fine. In my opinion, that's one of the first questions most people probably thought when they heard of this tragedy because let's face it this vaccine is causing so much damage to people you only that's what you think when you hear somebody passed away especially at 51 but i don't think she was we'll see we'll find out maybe more will come out but such a tragedy such a tragedy they were so great yeah oh my gosh what a team uh, we have more here. So this was huge. There's some real political shakeup going on now that they got uh, a who a McCarthy who who seems like a huge rhino. He's even got his Ukraine pocket square and all this nonsense. He does all this weird pinko stuff. But apparently, maybe maybe things are gonna work out. So far, people are happy with what's going on after being somewhat disappointed. A lot of us. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think it's going to be a fight, but I think that some uh, big things could definitely happen. Um, here we have Trump responding to Biden leaving classified documents in his old office. We talked about this briefly, but I want to go into it a little bit further here. Trump responds. What does he say? Breitbart reported that former President Donald Trump responded to the CBS News report claiming Attorney General Merrick Garland assigned a U.S. attorney to review roughly 10 classified documents found in an office used by President Joe Biden. When is the FBI going to raid the many homes of Joe Biden, perhaps even the White House, Trump questioned on his Truth Social Monday night, adding, these documents were definitely not declassified. Trump was referring to when his home in Florida, Mar-a-Lago, was raided by FBI agents mid-last year. The FBI searched his residence for classified material that the former president could have removed from the White House when he moved out. The search reportedly included agents going through Melania's bedroom and closets. Following the raid, some of the seized materials the FBI took included over 50 empty folder folders. However, the Monday night report from CBS News explained that there had been a U.S. attorney assigned to look over the documents marked classified that were found at Biden's vice presidential office at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and global engagement in Washington, which is within close proximity to the Capitol. 
Attorney General Merrick Garland has assigned the U.S. attorney in Chicago to review documents marked classified that were found at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and General uh, and Global Engagement in Washington. Pardon me. Two sources with knowledge of the inquiry told CBS News the roughly 10 documents are from President Biden's vice presidential office, vice presidential office at the center, the sources said. CBS News has learned the FBI is also involved in the U.S. attorney's inquiry. The material was identified by personnel, personal attorneys for Mr. Biden on November 2nd, just before the midterm elections. Richard Sauber, special counsel to the president, confirmed. The documents were discovered when Mr. Biden's personal attorneys, quote, were packing files housed in a locked closet to prepare to vacate office space at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C., Sober said in a statement to CBS News. The documents were contained in a folder that was in a box with other unclassified papers, the source said. The sources revealed neither what the documents contain nor their level of classification. A source familiar told CBS News the documents did not contain nuclear secrets. <laughs> um, okay, so their source, who's unnamed, just like every source for the fake news, just comes out and it's like, it's definitely not nuclear. It's definitely not the worst thing it could possibly be um, floating around. You know, it's definitely not the worst case scenario. And it's like, why did you even go there? We just were mentioning that there were classified documents illegally here. So that's kind of a weird, weird thing to say. <laughs> Saber also said that on the same day the material was discovered, November 2nd, the White House Counsel's Office notified the National Archives, which took possession of the materials the following morning. Shortly after the report came out, Representative James Comer, the new chairman of the House Oversight Committee, said he would be sending a letter on Tuesday to the White House Counsel's Office in addition to the National Archives to learn more about what happened. He also acknowledged that this raises questions about the Justice Department's Alleged double standard in how they handled the Trump probe. Is the White House going to be raided tonight? Are they going to raid the Bidens, Comer asked on Monday? This is further concerned that there is a two-tiered justice system within the DOJ with how they treat Republicans versus Democrats, certainly how they treat the former president versus the current president. One big key to this is when Trump had those documents in his possession, Trump actually had those legally as president he had the power to declassify anything at his own will at any time. Facts. So he could say, this right here, declassified, I'm taking this to Mar-a-Lago, and that's it and that's that, and nobody could do anything about it. That's why nothing happened from this baloney at, uh, in Florida where they raided his house and got these classified documents. Ah! Totally legal. However, the vice president does not have the authority to declassify things and take classified documents. So, what were the documents? Did Biden share them with China, like people are suspecting? Trump actually tweeted on this this morning, on Truth Social, rather. He truthed about it. Trump doesn't tweet nowadays. He truths. Truth Social. So let's see what Trump said this morning. Why didn't the Justice Department announce the highly classified documents found in the Biden office before the election? <laughs> so now he's accusing the Justice Department basically of, of politicizing something in order to benefit the Biden administration. 
yeah, why didn't they announce this right away? Wow. Corruption. Our government is so very corrupt. Wow. Uh, Poison85, two bucks. Thank you so much. He says, or they say, thanks for keeping us updated on the truth. I do my best, Poison, and I appreciate that so much. That's greatly appreciated. Thank you for the support. I do my best. If you guys are like, Vince, you're so far off, or, you know, whatever. I love the criticisms. I love the help in discovering the truth as well, and I'm not perfect, but we do our best. So I appreciate any feedback and comments on the social media, uh, Rumble or Twitter or the social red pill, uh, socialredpill.com. I appreciate it. And it's a, it's a, it's a group effort. So it's not just me. I'm just going live and sharing it, but we all have discussions every day about this stuff, uh, whether it be private discussions or, uh, larger private discussions on our social network. Uh, it really helps us deduce what's going on. So I appreciate all of you with this effort. Uh, Infowars published an article too. Let's take a quick look, see if they give us any more on this. Classified documents found at President Biden's think tank. <clears throat> In early November. All right, same facts. I wanna see if they, uh, it doesn't look like they extrapolate any more than that. That's okay. So this is really interesting. We could see this really, uh, unfold for Biden. I hope it just bites him in the ass. I really do. Uh, we need to have equal e equality across the board. <laughs> oh my gosh. I saw some things yesterday where they said that they were linking like China payments or like basically bribes from China and linking kind of this kind of collusion type of stuff with Biden. And I, I tweeted out, I was like, Every time, actually, I should just pull it up. Um, so they accuse, they always accuse Trump of things, and then they end up being guilty of it, right? They're like, this, this never-ending witch hunt occurs, and then it turns out that they are the ones guilty of the things. It ha happened over and over and over again. It's ridiculous. It is truly hilarious. Um, where did I, where is this? <clears throat> that must have been last night. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Everything they try to pin on Trump, they end up being guilty of themselves. Release the Fang Fang Swalwell P-tapes for a friend. Yeah, imagine. So they lied about the P-tapes. I'm just wondering who has P-tapes because Trump apparently didn't. That was fake news. Here are Trump's truths from yesterday. He said... The amount was $54 million that the Biden think tank re received from China. That's a lot of money. They saw the declassified documents. Wow, the Biden think tank is funded by China. Also, a vice president cannot declass declassify documents which are covered by the Federal Records Act, which is criminal and much tougher than the Presidential Records Act, which is not criminal. A president, me, can declassify. How much more information has China been given? And Trump, you are spot on. This is truth. This is truth. Hence, truth social. Wow. Drip. Drip. Trip. They can't hold this back. The dam's going to break. 
Mr. Plum, is projection. They see a behavior that they do that leads them to presume the behavior must be associated with the same thing they do. Yeah. Classic. Oh my gosh. It's called projection, naturally, Nikki. Yeah, projection, projection, projection. Absolutely. <laughs> Psychology 101. Uh, unfortunately, it works for the extremely brainwashed people of the world, but we're waking up through things like this and the conversations we have. The truth will prevail. Uh, General Flynn was in the news. He exposes the secret U.S. shadow government. Parallel Supreme Court operates in the shadows. The Western Journal wrote an article on this. General Flynn put out a pretty interesting thread on Twitter. Warning Americans that their right to live free of being spied upon is danger. Retired Army, Army, Army General Michael Flynn on Monday fired off a five-tweet barrage attacking the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance, Surveillance Court System, the FISC. Uh, he says... In the coming months, among other serious problems, and there are many, we are going to learn the FISC has become a parallel Supreme Court, but operates in almost total secrecy. In 1975, Church stated, quote, Hiding evil is the trademark of a, total of a, total a totalitarian government. Pardon me. There is no more pernicious threat to a free society than a secret police operating beyond law. If these abuses had not been uncovered and had the agencies gone unchecked, we might well have seen the secret police develop in the United States. Once that begins, the Constitution itself is in very real danger. Church was right then, and his words are ex uh, exponentially more on point in 2023. Advances in technology growth of the federal bureaucracy and deep-seated corruption across the federal government has only expanded the government's ability to destroy Americans' Fourth Amendment rights. Now is the time to form another church-like committee to enact serious reforms and either disband the agencies or demand full compliance and accountability from an increasingly rogue security state, quote-unquote, shadow government. That our elected representatives have more a moral fiber have the moral fiber, integrity, and guts to call out and then do the right thing. Doing the right thing is really hard. America has sacrificed so much for so many. Our fallen and our founders deserve the city on the hill to shine once again. Beautiful. Um calling out the shadow government people it's happening oh my goodness so crazy um this is good stuff man this is good stuff this morning the uh 118th congress met and they had their back and forth it was just you know the republicans talking about how they're going to lift the veil and move forward and then the dems spouting their lies um we had uh, everyone's favorite Dem. I took a snapshot of her when I was listening to this this morning for a little bit because where is it? Is it not, did it not uh, take what? I thought it did. Oh what? It didn't post. Oh that's terrible. Whatever. Uh, sorry about that, guys. I thought I had it, but apparently something. Maybe I don't know what happened, but. Um, they, the Republicans talked about 
the importance of single subject matter bills instead of these crazy bills like the omnibus bill that was just shoveled through the system or forced through the system. They want single subject matter bills that can be reviewed and denied or passed accordingly. None of this bogus um, scam bill stuff. Um, They also talked about the corrupt Biden administration. They talked about the documents that we just discussed and the hypocrisy there and that something needs to be done about this stuff. The Dems then came and spouted their lies and Here's a couple quotes. Um, The Republic Caucus is... uh, This is a partial quote. They described the Republic Caucus as captured by MAGA extremists. Talking about the Republicans that just took over. They're calling them MAGA extremists in their meeting. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. They are so crazy, man. This is a terrible rhetoric to hear inside our federal government. Can you believe that? I believe it, but it's totally wild. Another quote. They're going to create a committee to meddle in ongoing investigations. Rosa DeLauro said that the Republican chaotic process is under is unprecedented and dangerous and that Republicans are, quote-unquote, leaving veterans in the lurch because we're not funding their bullshit anymore. That's what they're talking about. They're so mad about what's going to happen with their money. uh, Rosa DeLauro, she's the one with uh, the hair. She's like the super mega liberal. Let's see if we can find a picture of her. Yeah, this is her. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Take me seriously. My hair is purple. Let's see if we can find some pictures. You could tell she... (laughs) Alex Walker said, Is Representative Rosa DeLauro a guy, or is it just a really ugly woman? Uh, It's a low blow, but yeah. Uh, She also said that budgets are statements of values, and, you know, just really... um, is indicated that because Republicans don't want to vote on their terrible budgets, that they don't have values. You're not voting for climate change. You're not voting for alphabet soup things, LGBT, whatever. You're not voting for this and that and funding everything and letting us, letting us do whatever we want with all this money. Then you don't have values. You don't have values. If you don't pass the bill that you don't even know what's in it. What are you? Some kind of bigot? Um, Brendan Boyle came in there and he's talking about the debt ceiling a lot. He said the debt ceiling should be something we never play with and that it could not only cripple the U.S. economy, but the world economy, which I thought was interesting because they might see some issues with coming to terms on continuously raising this debt ceiling. We could see the government shut down if they can't get their shit together and come to an agreement. So we'll see how this moves forward. But We see a lot of disinformation coming from the Democrats. (laughs) They just lie their asses off. It's actually pretty comical to listen to when you're awake, but for somebody who's asleep, they hear the stuff and they're just like, oh, that's a good talking point. Yeah, MAGA extremists. The MAGA extremists do not care about veterans because look what they're doing. Shut up. That's nonsense. Uh, Thank you, Black Jester, for the ice cream. I appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, 
<laughs> they're so scared and it's a beautiful thing as they should be because i think we might see some justice finally i hope yeah please everybody hit those red pills and plus signs over on rumble and share this if you'd like to i appreciate that helps me helps more people find us and join the red pill family and that's greatly appreciated i appreciate all of you so much <clears throat> all right let's keep going here um we had this happen. House Republicans voted unanimously to rescind funding for 87,000 IRS agents. I hope this goes all the way. Get those IRS agents out of here. We don't need this stuff. So good start there. People are very happy about that. We'll see what happens. Um, Jim Jordan is to lead a new committee investigating Biden's weaponization of the federal government. Investigate the crap out of it because I guarantee you there are some skeletons in that closet. House Republicans are in the process of establishing a new judiciary subcommittee that will investigate how the executive branch has gathered information on American citizens and how the federal government has been weaponized. It has been reported that the committee will be led by Republican Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio. If formed... This subcommittee will be officially named the Select Subcommittee on the Weaponization of the Federal Government, and it will have up to 13 members. According to Fox News, quote, the subcommittee would look into not just how the executive branch gathered information on citizens, but how they worked with other bodies, including private sector companies, to facilitate action against American citizens. Huh, other bodies and companies? I wonder, it's probably going to look a lot like Twitter looks right now. You know, with their collusion with these people with their private special interests. and It leads back to the government. It leads back to these companies trying to pull the strings. And it leads back to the money. Hmm. Investigate the crap out of them. I bet they're going to connect it directly to these Twitter files. It's going to look exactly the same. Same players, same, same, same. All right. I'm excited to see what happens here. This is amazing. Um, and I'm getting excited. Like I said, this is why I feel hope pulsing through my veins. Okay. It's pretty exciting stuff. Um, I don't think we're out of the woods by any means, but this is definitely a step in the right direction at the very least. Let me know what you guys think. Thanks, Allie, for the ice cream. Three ice cream donated by Allie D. You're the best. I appreciate that. Good to see you. <clears throat> All right. Uh, yeah, Karen Hare. Vets are MAGA. Most vets are, yeah, make America great again vets. And they support this stuff so it's really ironic that they say they say that it's that's that's what i'm saying they're just they bullshit 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 there are some liberal veterans though okay i know some personally and it's okay but um most veterans i would say are probably maga yeah let's see here just the news reported that ohio's election system implements new voter id measures but they face legal challenge so we're trying to get some darn voter ID implemented here. 
Governor Mike DeWine said that elections integrity is a significant, a significant concern to Americans on both sides of the aisle across the country. Absolutely. Ohio's new law requiring voto, voters to show photo ID at the polls is already being challenged in court. Governor Mike DeWine, when signing a bill, the bill into law, said the General Assembly did not include more restrictive measures, and he does not expect more voting changes in the next four years. Uh, he said that election integrity is a significant concern to Americans on both sides of the aisle across the country. At the same time, I have long believed that Ohio does a good job of administering elections as we have provided ample opportunities to cast votes while avoiding the problems we have seen in recent federal elections in other states. You know, DeWine, I think you might be underestimating the voter fraud happening in our country. I think that it is deeply rooted in every single state's elections and that we need to really get these things secure. Just because you're not facing uh, investigations and all this stuff doesn't mean it's not there. It just means they got away with it. Trust me, I am a firm believer that we have rampant voter fraud in every single state. Maybe not every single county, but I think pretty damn near. So we got to keep that battle up. They are fighting to the nail just to, you know, if they could just keep stealing elections, they could uh, get us right back to Pinkoville. Um, California's going through it, man. Over 40,000 ordered to evacuate in California's deadly, relentless coastal storms. They've got some mad flooding happening over there. It's pretty wild residents in central california's montecito home to celebrities such as prince harry and oprah winfrey was ordered to evacuate more than 40,000 californians have been ordered to evacuate and roughly 90 percent of the entire state population is under flood watches due to excessive rain from a relentless coastal storm pattern known as atmospheric rivers wild oh so sad so people are people are getting hurt people are going missing people are having to leave it's just a terrible scene over there a terrible scene several feet of floodwaters in some areas man so if you're ordered to leave leave it's not worth it just leave and everything will be okay just you know it's better to stay safe than to clutch to your personal belongings uh, at the end of the day. All right, let's talk a little bit about the destabilization of our society, our infrastructure and our supply chain collapse and these kinds of things. Uh, here's just kind of a public service announcement, I guess. Be careful when you're going to gas stations and stuff. There are these scamming card shimmer devices at gas stations. Here's what they look like. Um, this is why I like to use cash money um, because you see things like this. So this goes right over a normal. It goes right over a normal keypad that you use your debit card or credit card in. And. Um, you these are installed. We on gold. 
they're installed all over the place, um, either by the actual owners of these gas stations, believe it or not, or just a random crook could maybe install one. Um, and what they do is when you swipe your card through, it takes all the data from your card and gives it to these thieves, and then they use your card to buy whatever they want. So, you know, it's not a fun thing to go through, so be careful. And especially as things get rockier and the economy goes through its uh, ebbs and flows, scams are going to be on the rise, you know. Be very careful. Be very careful on the internet as well. Don't click links. Don't talk to anybody. You don't know who they are. Be very skeptical. It's okay to be skeptical and be you know, go with forward with caution because there's a lot of scammers out there. Um, and it's just a big headache nobody wants to deal with. The mainstream media all but ignores Las Vegas power station attack because it doesn't fit their narrative. Law enforcement today reported on this. This is, you may have seen this already, but we haven't had the opportunity to cover it. And I've been wanting to. Vehicle set on fire by terrorist suspect in Las Vegas outside a solar power array plant pictured here on the screen. <clears throat> Mainstream media is not reporting it, but Las Vegas, Nevada. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Of course, this doesn't mean that news of national importance, which affects national security, strays, stays in Vegas. But here we are. Such is the case of a recent act of terrorism that has flown under the radar. Law enforcement today has previously reported on the vulnerability of our country's electrical grid, a point which has been driven home by recent events in Washington State and other locations, where power substations were vandalized, leading to a significant leading to significant power outages. All of these incidents were widely reported by the mainstream media. However, a recent, a recent similar attack on a power station in Las Vegas has been widely ignored by the mainstream media, according to Zero Hedge. The reason? We are only speculating, but given the push by the Biden administration to push, quote, domestic right-wing extremism, the attack in Las Vegas doesn't fit the narrative. Here's what we know. On Christmas Day in Washington, two men used firearms to attack an electrical substation in the state, leaving thousands of people without electricity. The national media instantly blamed the attack on right-wing extremists because, as we all know, most radical environmentalists come from the right side of the political spectrum, right? Earlier in December, there was a gunfire attack on two electrical substations in North Carolina, which left tens of thousands of residents and businesses without power in what authorities called, clearly, an intentional criminal attack. The attack caused millions of dollars in damage to the substations, a North Carolina sheriff said at the time. Meanwhile, last week in Las Vegas, a man named Mohammed Mezmarian, aged 34, drove his car through the gates at a solar power generation plant outside Sin City and set his car on fire, intending to damage a massive transformer, reported 8 News Now, which I assume 8 News Now is their local news. The solar array, owned by MGM Resorts, serves as the main source of solar power for MGM's 13 properties located on the Las Vegas Strip. Those properties include the MGM Grand, Luxor, New York, New York, 
and Excalibur, among many others. In other words, some of the most iconic resorts in the city, the street reported. Mesmerian's attack on the solar plant could disable the facility for up to two years. Mohammed Mesmerian, Mesmerian faces terror charges for setting a fire inside one of the plant's transformer pits earlier this week. Police said it could put the facility out of commission for up to two years. My goodness. Imagine taking the power out on all those places. This is a terrorist attack, people. All of these are terrorist attacks. And they ignore it once it escalates and gets worse. Doesn't fit their narrative. Holy moly. Scary stuff, man. Um, you know, but don't have fear. We gotta we gotta stay strong. Man. You know, be prepared for power outages. You never know what's gonna happen. Have a generator. That would be a great investment. If you have all your other things and you know, you have money burning a hole in your pocket, make sure you have a generator or something. Solar power. Wind power. I actually I kinda want some wind power. It's so windy here. It might be a cool thing to make. Uh, there's, you know, get creative if you have to. Even something very small is very useful, you know. Uh, candles, for instance. Something where you can generate a little bit of heat and light. Um, because you never know when something crazy like this is going to affect you. Um, pretty crazy that that happened. I can't believe it. And it, it reminds me of the terrorist attack that we had in New York years ago with that shooting, remember? It's like, why would they want to knock the power out of all these huge hotels and casinos? Oh my gosh, it could possibly lead to a wider terrorist attack. Oh my goodness, so wild. I'm sure they all have backup power supplies and things, but still, this is pretty crazy stuff. Uh, let's move on. The federal, uh, federal agency is considering ban on gas stoves following a report linking gas stoves to childhood asthma. Oh my gosh. Can you believe this? A study released last week found gas stoves were the cause of 12.7% of childhood asthma cases in the U.S. Oh, I, you know what? I haven't looked at this study, but something tells me it's probably full of fake, fake data analysis like they like to do. Yahoo News reported that the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is considering a federal ban on gas stoves in response to a growing body of scientific research that has linked them to a variety of health problems. This is a hidden hazard, Richard Trumka Jr., an agency commissioner, told Bloomberg in an interview. Any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. The agency will begin public comment sessions this winter as it begins weighing restrictions on emissions from gas stoves that have found to be harm that have been found to be harmful to human health. Last week, a study in the peer-reviewed 
International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health concluded that gas stoves, which are used in roughly 40% of U.S. homes, were responsible for 12.7% of childhood asthma cases in the country. In all, the study found gas stoves are responsible for giving asthma to 650,000 children in the U.S. Of course, they try to make this scare the shit out of people. Don't you care about the children? Why are you using a gas stove? What the fuck is wrong with you? When the gas stove is turned on and when it's burning at the hot temperature, it releases a number of air pollutants. Brady Seals, co-author of the study and carbon-free building manager at the energy policy think tank RMA, told Yahoo News. RMI told Yahoo News. So these things are like particulate matter, carbon monoxide, and nitrogen dioxide, along with others. So, for example, nitrogen dioxide is a known respiratory irritant. And the EPA in 2016 said that short-term exposure to NO2 causes respiratory effects, like asthma attacks. Blah, blah, blah. And then they talk about the nitrogen dioxide, da, 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 da. I'm going to look into this study. Let's click the link. Look, this is how they get you. So we click the link. They actually linked the study. Beautiful. Let me keep this. We're not going to review this live because we're running out of time. But let's see here. International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. Oh, wait. Did they not actually link the study? Okay, hold on a study in there what study see this is how they get you they make it very difficult to find the study so they link you to their website and now you need to sift through it to find the study here we go population attributable fraction of gas stoves in and childhood asthma in the united states uh let me get a name real quick it's peer-reviewed, too, which I want to talk about that, but baloney. Misleading. Um, Richard Trumka. Is he in here? All right, I'll figure this out. Let me save this, and I'll get back to you guys on that. Uh, I'll just put it right here. Actually, I'll put it in. I'll put it in the show notes. All right. We'll figure that out, but I'm going to jump forward to this peer review article that I have here. Expose. Exposenews.com. The peer review system is worthless and dangerous. Amen to that. I totally agree with this. The, hmm, here we go. By Dr. Vernon Coleman. This is kind of an opinion piece, but that's okay. The problem is that the peers who are chosen to review a scientific paper or a piece of scientific research will invariably be members of a small group of individuals who are committed to supporting the establishment and who are almost certain who almost certainly have financial links to the establishment. If they are peer reviewing a medical paper, they will in 99 times out of 100 have links to the pharmaceutical industry. Scientists who are asked to review a piece of research will be part of the system they are reviewing. 
They will depend for their livelihood on reputations built on supporting the establishment. The scientist who doesn't do what he's expected to do and who welcomes original thinking will soon be exiled and find himself unemployable. His work won't be published in the standard journals. A scientist who questions accepted beliefs, however blatantly wrong they may be, will not be asked to peer review anything. So, here's the problem. That's the problem with these studies. And I've read peer reviews, and they're interesting. You get the study, you get the data, and then you get people that look at that study and data, and then they comment on it. And then the people who wrote the original study rebuttal it and make changes and this kind of thing. It's usually total BS, and they just... They use this as an authoritative figure in society to try to push a narrative. And when you say, oh, or hear, when a lot of people hear that a peer review study found blah, 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 they automatically say, oh, that has authority. Multiple people looked at it, and they had real scientific data, and so you don't care about children if you cook on a gas stove. No. No. No, 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 no. Breathing the normal air is bad for your lungs. Breathing the normal air is the case for 100% of asthma. So what do we all do? Stop breathing the air? You can do that peer-reviewed study and try to ban air. Try to ban lungs. I don't know. This is crazy. The logic is retarded. We're allowed to say that now. It's 2023. I'm sorry if that offends anybody, but that's just, that's the, my vocabulary. All right. So that's bogus. Fake news, fake news, fake news. Okay. Let's move on a little bit. We have more stuff. I really think this issue is important. The one I was just talking about this whole, we need to greenify every house. And here's the thing. The electrical grid is under strain. The electrical grid is failing. The electrical grid, we don't have the workers to sustain it. And they want you to not use gas stoves? Why? Do they want you to put an electric stove in there so you can't cook at all? Yes, yes, that's what they want. No, they don't want you to put in a wood stove and burn wood and cut down trees, no. Put an electric stove in there, you'll be fine. Ugh. Makes me sick. Um, what else have we got? Let's see. A uh, big American farm sounds the alarm. Livestock numbering in the millions can, could soon starve to death. The WND.com website reported that. Crazy. Um... Green investors pay corrupt media to promote the climate change lie. I think this climate change thing is going to be huge. CNN told us it would. And we do see this uh, movement happening with all of these weird pinko um, extreme green protesters vandalizing um, artwork and going viral with their protests. And they, say it's, they sit in the streets and block traffic and piss people off. I think we're going to see this move forward because it's a part of the destabilization. It's a part of um, justifying their money laundering schemes. Uh, I think it's a multifaceted benefit for the deep state, if you will. 
So this climate thing, they're going to go hard with it. And don't get me wrong, you know, I don't think we should put trash in our environment. And I don't think you should, you know, huff carbon monoxide. It's obviously dangerous for you and all this stuff, right? But it's largely a huge scam. So that's happening. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Clown world. Clown world. The number of female pedophiles in the UK has increased dramatically after police started recording crimes by gender identity. So it's not actually female pedophiles. It's male pedophiles who say that they're female. What? Hello? The feminists should be just up in arms with this whole I'm a girl. I identify as a girl. I started my period and I'm actually a man. What the hell? It's crazy, man. This is uh, mental illness and it's being normalized and accepted and uh, now apparently there's a bunch of female pedophiles which we've never had that issue before so it's a really a wonder how this is happening. Well, it's not happening. It's just men saying they're women. Just ridiculous. The post-millennial wrote a whole article on that. That uh, clown show. Alright, we see some escalation happening in the world with this uh, conflict with Russia and whatnot. Russia is getting with its allies to do joint military drills. Um, the U.S. Navy has just seized weapons on en route from Iran to Yemen. Thousands of rifles. I think, like, Maybe 10,000 rifles. Let me look at the story real quick and get the little bullet point facts here. From Iran to Yemen, 2,000 assault rifles they seized on a fishing boat. Hey, I have news for you. That's not a fishing boat. It's, uh, okay. Wow. It was carrying 2,116 AK-47s. Haha, you guys lost a lot of guns. Good work, Navy. Keep those out of the criminal's hands. The U.S. is to boost military cooperation with NATO, and they are hopeful on that. Meanwhile, Putin's ally Petra, uh, Patrushev says that Russia is now fighting NATO in Ukraine. Interestingly enough. Um... Good news for Poland. They are extending their investment into firing ranges. So they said a free society must know how to defend itself, and they're uh, investing into firing ranges. That's really wonderful. Uh, we should take note from that and do the same thing. Although there's a lot of places to shoot here, but we need to maintain our Second Amendment the best we can in every single way. And maybe, you know, it wouldn't hurt to provide more opportunities for places to go shoot and train and uh yeah it's good good news um all right i think we'll skip the doom and gloom health we talked about it a little bit there's no way to avoid it but we will uh i think call it a day here in a second um <clears throat> more clown world 
All right. Yeah, so that's it, you guys. We'll stop there for the day. A lot of good stuff happening. Let me know what you guys think in the comments over on Rumble or Clout Hub or wherever you could comment. I greatly appreciate it. And thank you all for participating in the live chats and everybody who donated Black Jester, Alley, um, Gump, Poison. Um, sorry if I'm missing anybody, but thank you all so much. I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> Jenica. Jenica. 17 months. 17 months, Jenica. Amazing. So thank you all so much. Uh, tonight we'll be live with the Daily Dose, and after that we'll be having a Q&A session with Josh. Uh, Josh Reed, the host of the Daily Dose, and myself, I'll make it in there uh, after I have my dinner, and we'll have a conversation about what the heck's going on. If you want to join and participate in that and keep track of everything Red Pill Project, join the private social network. It doesn't cost you a dime unless you want to subscribe to a subscription package to support us, but it's free otherwise www.socialredpill.com the red pill family we're all there we're talking it's extremely active there's a lot of posts there's a lot of memes there's a lot of news there's a lot of opinions there's a lot of good stuff even if you just want to recommend a good book or look at all the books that are recommended or if you want to share a recipe or look at other recipes or if you want to do this or that or talk about the fringe stuff or talk about you know whatever you want we'd have it all there it's a wonderful place so join the socialredpill.com we'd love to see you there you could also contact myself you could contact josh there and get the link to our private discussions that we have on tuesday nights uh so tune into the social Red, uh tune into the daily dose tonight at 5 30 p.m pacific 8 30 p.m eastern time to review the unfolding global conspiracy communism at our door and all that stuff with josh reed and everybody take care have a wonderful blessed day. God bless and God speed.